Okay, everybody, my name is Bob. I'm a compulsive overeater. I'm an alcoholic, and I want people to like me also, and my problem is Bob. All right, so we have a great topic today. I think you really like this because, well, actually, the topic's related to everything else in our life, and everything else in our life is related, related to the topic. So don't have no fear. You'll, you'll, you'll love the, the meeting. So it says, how to stop food addiction and compulsive overeating. A lot of times, as you know, I talk about the food because that's the biggest addiction we, you know, people, 75% in this country, can you believe it, in the United States anyway, I know we have people from all around the world here, but 75% are overweight or obese. And in our country here, we have this issue and a problem, but the really interesting thing is, is that I work with a lot of people and who are drug addicts and alcoholics and all kinds of uh, opiate addicts, whatever it is, narcotics, and they say the food is the most difficult thing. But the great thing about the food is that we can utilize it to bring us closer to these steps in this program. It's a 12-step program. So if you have an addiction to food, be grateful. As they say, you know, people come in meetings, they say, I'm grateful I'm an alcoholic. I'm grateful I'm a compulsive overeater. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for that. Actually, in my life, I really am because I never would have had that spiritual awakening we always talk about here. And again, you're going to have it towards the food by the end of the meeting. Have no fear. So the thing is the spiritual awakening, a change of thinking, that's the only way we can attack this problem. So that's how to stop the food addiction and compulsive overeating. I just want to start with one reading because it goes way back to the doctor's opinion. And what did the doctor figure out? The doctor figured out that they, all the medical people, you know, just think about today with all these diets and all the medicines and all the pills and all the, all of these things, couldn't figure it out. The way, you know, anybody sitting here knows that 95% of the time you try it failed and the other 5% who do it are miserable. I know some people who did last. I mean, I lasted a year trying to figure it out, going on a diet, trying to control it through self-will. I went a whole year, you know, but that day came when it, you know, it just, it didn't seem that important to me anymore. That's the big problem with it. What we need is a design for living. This is what the steps are about. And again, I'm saying this, that it's related to our addictions to alcohol, to food, but to everything in our life. The addiction to get people to want people to like us. I mean, that's, the expectations or resentments ready to happen. When we go out in the world and we want, when we think about me or I, we talk about this all the time here at this meeting, how to get out of self, having that spiritual awakening. Again, I could put it, it's a simple program. Basically, it's getting out of self, losing the self, forgetting the self to find the self, the real source of happiness and joy, which is in here. We blocked it out with all the defects of character. So anyway, in the doctor's opinion, let me get to that. What did the doctor say? I usually do a really short reading here. He says, with our ultra-modern standards, with our scientific approach to everything, again, sci get scientific approach, using the intellect, right? The intelligence, scientific approach, we were perhaps not well equipped to apply the powers of good that lie outside our synthetic. Synthetic means not spiritually inspired, but inspired by man-made synthetic knowledge. You know, we, I go through the day when I was miserable and I use synthetic knowledge, you know? I tried to be happy. Hey, look, you can't try to be happy. That takes away from happiness. You can be happy. You can be intuitively in touch with the consciousness and everything around you. You can't try. You can't read self-help books. We try. I tried everything. With the diets, I tried this type of diet, that type of diet, all of this control mechanisms. 
there's only one answer and it tells and I'm, it's going to tell us here so he's saying this all the medical profession all the scientists couldn't figure this out so he goes on to say here that it says but he must be grounded in a power greater than themselves if they are to recreate their lives now the word themselves right myself my best thinking got me here what does step one say we were powerless we admitted that i was powerless you know the only way that i could surrender and again be grateful if you do have a food addiction or any other addiction drugs or alcohol and today i'm focusing a little bit more on the food but it's all the same thing it doesn't matter but the food definitely is really really a high powered addiction okay and there's good reason for it in our country because you know our higher power became the food and understandably so as we grew up as kids and the commercials and the big money and corporations and again i always say this the, the main people on a food drug administration and, and drug administration in our country are from the big corporations and then you wonder why they set up these plates or pyramids or whatever they do there's always certain foods on there so they're, they're, they're in control but just like everything else in our life we want to be happy joyous and free we want to be able to walk out and, and not be addicted to this food, chained to it. We don't want to be addicted to our addictions. We don't want to be addicted to fear, worry, and being upset. So when I say it's all the same thing, gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins, but pride is the main one. But a lot of people just don't get, they don't understand. They say, what? I work the steps. How does food relate to it? Well, food is about the food, but the food is about everything else in our lives. It all has to do with that ego, the self. The self wants more money, more success, more food. So to, we're going to have that spiritual awakening, as I promise here. But let me read on a little bit. So he said, grounded in power, great in ourselves, not in ourselves, but great in ourselves, which I realized was in me all the time. The real happiness, joy, and freedom was there. And then it goes on to say, the bottom, this is on page 28. A lot of people like to follow along. And the doc's opinion on page 28, it says on the bottom, they are restless irritable and discontented you ever hear that restless irritable and discontented you hear that a lot in these meetings unless they can experience the sense of ease and comfort which comes at once by taking a few drinks drinks which they others taking with impunity so it's saying here i had a solution i have a solution right if i had more alcohol if i had a big plate of food that's my solution right we made that our higher power but on the other side of eating that food let me just get into a minute you know i have a, a thing here about the health issues with food there's pages of them okay so we're imprisoned by this food but also not only the physical i'm talking about the physical problems that come from the food also the psychological so what is it the main psychological problem is that you're making food your higher power so you come in the house you lock the door you close the shades down and you start eating or you go to a fair and you're worried about the food, you know, and you're tripping over people to get to be the first one there. Not disregarding all the love and in people in the world and the, the vibrations. You know, when I get in my car, I used to eat some food in the cars I drove. Did I see the beauty of nature? Did I resonate with their oil of life? No, is it consumed by the food? You know, again, this could be resentment, anger, fear. We make these all our higher power, our, our God. We made everything outside of the real, you know, inside of us is that, is that consciousness, that joy, the blissfulness and blissful nature. But we refuse. We want the low-hanging fruit. We want pleasure, whether it's lust is another one of the seven deadly sins. Well, if only we got that, if only we get this, right? 
But, and I, again, I'm going to use that example of man, mountain who climbs Mount Everest after years of trying, and he finally gets to the top, and he says, you know, he's really happy and joyous, but it only lasts a moment. The thing with pleasure, it's momentary, but pleasure on the other side is a tremendous amount of devastation. Because once you have pleasure, something outside of you gives you pleasure, then you're always searching for it in the wrong direction. You're going towards the light like a moth does, right? So when we, when we get centered and we have righteous thinking, and we work these steps, and we have this God consciousness, this spiritual awakening, our thoughts go to the center. We're all a joy, because I told you also, this guy said that I heard at a lecture where the guy talked about the man how to climb Mount Everest to be happy. He also said I could sit on my couch and be just as happy. So we could be happy, joyous, and have the freedom without having to have globs of food, right? We could have God's natural food, have the clarity. Just this alone, if you get the clarity to feel like God's natural water, the synthetic, he talked about in Doc's opinion, synthetic knowledge, and the scientists made up this food with all the salt, oil, and sugar. And again, you go to supermarket, the foods have 50 ingredients, 49 of them are poison. Again, if you want to know what I do, it's called one ingredient. One natural ingredient is what I have in the food. 